0: Welcome to BIV Today. We are talking to the mayoral candidates over the next two weeks, and we're speaking to all 10 of them. We're going to be leading up to our Glacier Media All Candidates Debate on Monday, September 17th. This event, it's already sold out, but it's going to be live streamed at biv.com. So if you want more information, go to biv.com slash events. And there's two other events we want to draw your attention to, our BIV Tech Panel on September 13th, as well as our Cannabis Investors Forum on September 26th. But in today's episode, we want to speak to Vancouver mayoral candidate Hector Bremner. Hector Bremner, he is running for mayor of Vancouver under a new banner. It's called Yes Vancouver. It's a new municipal party. And a little background on Hector. He founded Touch Marketing 2017, or I should say 2007. And in 2013, he was appointed by the provincial government to serve at the Ministry of International Trade. And up until recently, he's also working day to day as the VP of Public Affairs at Pace Group Communications. Hector I want to thank you for joining us on the show. I should also have mentioned that you are a serving city councillor here I am, in Vancouver.
1: I am a city councillor. I'm yeah. the one person that's actually been to City Hall that's running for mayor. It's amazing.
0: So you did the by-election last year. What have you learned about just, I guess, the day-to-day operations of what it's going to take to get things done at City Hall just over the last few months now.
1: It's been an incredible experience. Uh, The funny thing is when you run in opposition to the regime in any election, right, the old thing is, is you can say City Hall's a mess or the Capitol's a mess or, you know, Washington's a mess. But then you get in there and you realize it is. It really is. And so uh, what we see is a broken city. That is about 10 to 15 years behind in terms of adaptation of technology and processes and latest innovations Uh, staff, I would say, are feeling a little bit um, poorly led, not clear in their direction, a lot of uh, stress leaves, a lot of frustrated people in their jobs, they see ways of improving their jobs, but uh, not really supported in making it better. And it's not senior management's problem, even it's what it is, is the board of directors, the city council and the mayor have not put people, uh, including the citizens or small businesses first. And so that's what we uh, are saying yes to. And I think that there is an incredible opportunity here in 2018 to uh, begin to get things right.
0: So how do you want to begin to streamline processes at City Hall to make things go quicker, more expediently uh, moving forward?
1: Longest permit wait times in North America, five to seven years to get a multi-residential building built in the midst of a housing crisis. So, you know, when it's taking you half a decade or three quarters of a decade to get anything done yeah problems right so uh, first thing we got to address is that we're functionally operating off of the Harlan Bartholomew citywide plan from 1927 we've tinkered around the edges of it over many years we've added official community plans but now we've got this quilt work of plans on top of plans and uh, it's very archaic and there isn't really a clear citywide plan so that's one of the first things that we want to get in on uh, day 1 is begin the consultation of a truly 21st century citywide plan for the city of Vancouver where we would not throw out uh, the work that's been done uh, Uh, Great work that's been done over the last few years around some of the uh, official community plans or OCPs uh, in Grandview Woodlands and uh, West End and uh, Canby. Uh, There's been some really uh, great work done, but we want to sew these together. Enhance them and make sure that we're putting uh, public spaces, community centers, libraries, uh, job space, uh, middle class housing in the form of rental and other affordable, accessible options like a third sector housing potentially as well, where it's affordable home homeownership. Um, we want to uh, innovate uh, in every possible way that we can uh, to deliver what and when and how we can today. And so uh, we're going to have to think outside of our current um uh, structure where we basically cram all of our density into about 24 percent of our land and we're going to have to think bigger about our city better utilization of nearly 80 percent of our land and uh, not be afraid of our future not build for a four-year plan or build what we need today but recognize when we build a building when we build any infrastructure in the city of Vancouver that we are building it for a generation two generations three generations it's there for a long time many of us work uh, or live in buildings that are 50 60 70 100 years old in the city of vancouver today so um we need to recognize the long-term plans uh how those integrate uh, integrate technology uh, you uh, we obviously obviously talk about being a green city but um Green doesn't get you smart, but smart can get you green. And so there's some really wonderful technologies and uh, learnings that we can take from uh, similar municipalities where uh, we can get permits to you in the same day, that we can move traffic quicker, and that we can uh, modify process at City Hall uh, to make sure that staff are able to do more in their day and do more in a way that uh, doesn't kill them. (laughs) Right now, we're piling paper on them. and It's tough for them.
0: I think the number one issue that everybody in Vancouver points to right now, it's also a business issue. I think it's housing affordability. You also want to be able to attract talent to come to Vancouver. Tell me a little bit about how you want to tackle housing affordability. This week, you guys unleashed a a bit of a sneak peek of what your housing plank is going to be. Tell me a little bit about what the plan is.
1: So, On the 14th, we will release a comprehensive plan that will be a roadmap for success for Vancouver's next 50 years. Uh, It's going to include some uh, learnings and innovations taken from empirical evidence, both from our own history and from learnings from other jurisdictions. Uh, We've taken a great deal of time to consult with this, both not just with industry, but community associations, uh, advocates from across the spectrum. Because one of the things I committed to when we created Yes Vancouver was we were going to say yes to taking all the good ideas. We're going to bring people together. And then we're going to stop playing politics and we're just going to get the job done. So that's his guided us. um, The sneak peek is three examples of uh, what we've been considering. And so uh, one was a demand side measure, one was a supply side measure, and one was a process measure. Uh, The first one was a made in Vancouver speculation tax where we would capture 50% of profits and properties that were flipped uh, in 24 months when no uh, value add was done to them. So basically if you're buying uh, pre-sales and alike and just holding them or holding a property and waiting for a zoning to change, you're going to uh, pay a price for that. So that's some of the negative activity that occurs in our market today. And we feel uh, based on consultation that this will, uh, uh, what we're seeing, consultation with industry, uh, that they felt that this would work uh, very effectively to tamp that down. The second thing uh, that we needed to address was our rental housing crisis. And what that is born out of is a less than 1% vacancy rate in the city of Vancouver. Now, healthy is three to 5%. The floor is three, but we're at less than one. So we have developed a three-year market correction program, which is based off of some learnings that we've seen in Australia and a few other places where uh, we are going to lean in. We're going to prioritize rental. We're going to make sure that we pre-zone these as... Properties for this bonus for the density, uh, modify our input taxes that uh, and development cost levies uh, to make sure that we do not put them out of business before they even start. As we've seen already, we just lost uh, several hundred uh, rental units uh, to um, uh, just last week to uh, high city fees. And so now the units, instead of being rental, are being converted over to $5,000 square foot condos. So uh, we've been building the wrong type and the wrong volume and the wrong speed. And that's what we're going to correct with our three-year market correction program. And the last thing was um, that we had in our sneak peek was the chief economist. We want a chief economist. This was something that came out of some conversations with people, industry leaders. And we said, uh, we realized, and I saw this at City Hall and it clicked with me right away, was we plan around building form. We build neighborhoods around building form, not around people, not around jobs, not around the economy, not around how the neighborhood functions. And so that is why so many of our neighborhoods are broken. That's why city, the city of Vancouver has been such a broken place where people are somewhat siloed. We have an out-of-control housing cost increase. We're pressuring small businesses and we're forcing them out of the city. We've had a 30% increase in homelessness in the last three years, 9,000 less children enrolled in our schools over the last decade, not because of demographics, but because families cannot afford to live in the city. So we're going to fix these problems, not through building form, but through uh, analyzing how, the function of our neighborhoods work. And that's what we're gonna do with the chief economist driving uh, and working with planning, our chief planner, uh, to make sure that we are building not just great looking buildings, but great operating neighborhoods and communities and cultural uh, centers.
0: Where's uh, revenue from the speculation tax going to after you guys collect it?
1: Well, I think that in any uh, case like that, uh, much like we did with the empty homes tax already at the city, that money should be poured back into affordable housing options. I mean, we uh, just down um, uh, not far from where we're at is uh, what is essentially Death Valley. And it's a shame. It's a national shame. And it is the shame of Vancouver that uh, we leave people on our streets in a uh, shooting gallery. It's terrible. And uh, we have, um, quite frankly, treated the a Crisis of homelessness, mental health and drug addiction with a great deal of prejudice. We have created a ghetto in this area. We've said basically we're going to compile all the services and all the housing and all these types of options in this one area. And we're just going to, we're just going to take all these people that we don't want to see. And we're just going to shove them all into this area. It's wrong. It's hurtful. And it's compounding the problem. And an industry is built up around it, which hasn't helped either. Just down the street from where we're sitting right now is a no barrier housing facility. You would never know what's there. It's a beautiful building. Most people would look at the building and say, hey, I want to see if I could rent in there or buy a unit in there. It's a gorgeous building. This is what we need to invest in. And things like uh, a real speculation tax in Vancouver and uh, more of our um, revenue earned through development and through uh, the process of modernizing our city, we have about $355 billion in mortgage-free equity in the city of Vancouver. We need to unlock that, invest in uh, people, And so we're going to do that through no barrier housing, getting people off our streets, making sure that we are building uh, affordable rentals and managing that uh, under VAHA, the Vancouver Affordable Housing Agency. We're going to use citywide land to make sure that we have units for people and they can rely on it. We're going to build community centers and libraries. We're going to invest in our parks. We're going to invest in our services. And we can afford to do this, but we've been cheating ourselves. We've been cheating ourselves by not growing our economy, by not growing our communities in a smart way. And it's not... 60-story towers everywhere, okay? This is this is a, a plan that uh, contemplates um, um, gentle density, smart growth in areas that are already succeeding. Let's be real. We've got West 4th. We've got commercial. We've got main. Why do those areas, those commercial streets thrive? They thrive because they have multi-residential off the main street.
0: So if we're thinking about, say, densification, if we're thinking about social housing as well, I, I'm often struck. In Vancouver, there's a lot of nimbyism that will often go on here. How do we convince everybody to get on board with a lot of these big ideas that you have?
1: Well, you know, the funny thing is I won an election last year talking about exactly what I'm talking about now. And I won uh, the West Side, South, polls that you know the NPA had never won before. Uh, So we have demonstrated already that there is actually a broad-based support. And maybe there wasn't six years ago. But I was door knocking just recently near Van Dusen Gardens, which is kind of an area you would not think that would be um, pro-housing supply and, you know, fixing rental. Uh, I met a man, he told me a story about, you know, yeah, I bought this house, it's right across the street from Van Dusen Gardens, gorgeous home, fixed it up himself. He's like, you know, I worked hard uh, and I've done very well with this house. This house has provided me with quite a nest egg. But my daughter, who just graduated from UBC, is living in a bachelor suite with her friend. And so now those that have been comfortably housed, those that said, well, you know, we don't want to change our neighborhoods. Now they are seeing their children being forced to leave the city that they've known all their lives. They're seeing their aging parents that can no longer live in a single family detached home, uh, be forced out of the city because we are afraid of a four story building. We won't build the type of supportive housing that seniors will need. And let's be real. We're going to have a lot more seniors in the decades ahead. So I think there has been a threshold that's been crossed. When you've got the median sale price of a home at $5 million on the west side of Vancouver and $3 million on the east side, we've jumped the shark. There is no more, we don't need to do anything. But the problem is, is that a lot of our opponents are still talking that way. They're talking about the housing crisis being complicated and we need to study it and we don't know. And maybe if we tinker around the edges and maybe if we raise a tax year or if we you know, do more laneway houses and, and uh, basement suites, I mean, it, that's not a solution. Families shouldn't have to live in the basement of someone else's house. You shouldn't have to walk around the back with their children when they've been working hard. They've been living the Canadian dream. They've went out and got an education. They went out and have been doing everything we need them to do. We should be providing the type of housing they need, and we should be providing
0: it to them now. So if you think about maybe what you're offering the business community, everybody who's listening, watching right now, what are your top three priorities going forward with regards to what you want from business and kind of relations and connections between City Hall?
1: I think the the, the number one priority for us right now is healing the divide between our business community, our community as a whole, and their City Hall. And I don't want to sound trite or cliche here, but I, as a city councilor today right now, I can tell you there is a gulf between the way what we're doing at City Hall and what's happening on the street. It's huge. It's night and day difference. It, it's, it's even difficult to describe how out of touch it is. And what we want to do is bring people at a table. We're going to be bringing some blue ribbon, blue ribbon panels uh, that is going to be bringing outside voices into City Hall, making sure that we're advising economic policy. We're going to make sure that we have, uh, again, a chief economist that is thinking about jobs and economy and our planning and our processes and our systems and thinking in a big picture sense of how we facilitate um, uh, what we do. City Hall. Um, We want to also uh, make sure that we're setting a table for jobs and economy to even happen. I used to, uh, as you mentioned in uh, the introduction, uh, I was the assistant to the Minister of International Trade for the province of British Columbia. And I've traveled all over the place with the minister, meeting with leaders in business, um, and uh, both here and abroad. And uh, the message was clear. Vancouver is where they would like to be, but they can't afford it. And it's our fault. It's nobody else's fault. It's our fault. We have not set the stage for this. So we really need to be focusing on a a plan where um, uh, building housing, of course, uh, is not only going to foster the tech jobs, the head offices, the the service orientated jobs that we would like to see. But let's not forget, let's not diminish the fact that one of some of the highest earners that we have in our economy today is a welder or a plumber or a small business owner that with a small trucking company, or a courier company, or a supplier of tile, or whatever. Just think about the post-war boom that we can engage by building more middle class housing in the city of Vancouver, by reimagining our city for our kids, and for our kids' kids. Because we really need to build a 21st century Vancouver. We, again, are functionally operating on a 91-year-old plan that has been tinkered with slightly, but the wheels have come off. And so there is a tremendous opportunity for uh, middle class jobs, a thriving economy, while simultaneously ensuring that we will have healthy economic growth over the long term and near term and making sure that the cost of our living uh, actually decreases. So uh, there's a tremendous opportunity in front of us. We just have to say yes to it.
0: Well, uh, we'll leave you on that note because you got the uh, the name of the uh, <laughs> uh, municipal party in right there. But uh, Councillor Hector Bremner, I want to thank you for joining us on the show.
1: It was an honor. Thank you so much.
0: That's Hector Bremner, who, of course, is running for mayor under the Yes Vancouver banner. And that's it for BIB Today. Thanks for listening.